You are listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting Company. And now, high spots and cheap pups. High spots and cheap pups! Silicon Steam Valley, the impaler on the other side. We are talking professional wrestling. There is nobody with the jib and the jab like the Silicon One and the Impaler. Impaler, how are you doing on this beautiful Tuesday evening or Wednesday morning, depending on when you're listening to it? I'm doing pretty good, Mr. Valley. Uh, I got to say, I'm probably doing better than a certain fan that decided to tackle Seth Rollins last night at Raw. We talk about Seth Rollins making an exit last night after a really awesome spot. And so, and so, ladies and gentlemen, this is allegedly a fan by the name of Elijah Spencer. I think the alleged part is his, is his name, and he's the guy who did it, to be clear. Somebody definitely jumped the guardrail, ran a good 10, 20 yards, tackled Seth Rollins, and frankly, had the be- got the better end of the stick there between Seth Rollins. Definitely not a Triple H deal. Oh, and, uh, and not Homeboy, even close. And Homeboy is a little bit famous now, but he wanted to give shout outs to Tamina, Finn Balor, Adam Pearce, and of course, WWE, and even Seth Rollins, even though he attacked him. So, what the fuck? Yeah, what the hell is going on there? And, and then he also, yeah, he, he mentioned Seth Rollins, which is weird. I just tackled you, but thank you. And then, uh, um, then, of course, he did this for the bloodline because, hey, why wouldn't you do something as nice, for so nice for the bloodline? You know, like they've been there for him, it seems. It's smart to have them in your corner. It's kind of like, you know. It is. It's smart. They, 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 carry a, they carry a lot of stroke around there. It would seem that way. Hopefully they can help him with this whole legal issue. I think this is a big fucking deal. Pardon my language, but. What if this wasn't Seth Rollins? What if this wasn't a 230-pound, 220-pound, very fit man? It'd be a fit person, obviously. But what if it was Zelina Vega, Alexa Bliss? God forbid his own wife. So if I was a talent in WWE, I mean, it's it's not hard. It's not impossible. I shouldn't say it's not hard. But it's not impossible to sneak in a weapon of any sort. Even if it's wooden, you can bring in a wooden spear. Maybe have one of those guns that John Malkovich had in the line of fire. Wow, what a reference. It seems like you've actually done some thinking on this. This is on top of the lid, baby. But, yeah, you know, I'm wearing a good lid right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, So it might be – so if I'm a talent in WWE, you got to be like, hey, what are you going to do to keep us safe? Because anything could have happened. Steffi Graf, was that her? Is she the one that got stabbed by the fan? Yeah, she, she got stabbed, yep. That easily could be a WWE superstar. And as athletic and as amazing as some of these these women or even Drake Matt, well, Drake Rapp Maverick's not going to be there anymore, but a small person, Selena Vega, she's in the best shape in the world, but if she doesn't see somebody coming, it doesn't matter how good a shape she is. If they got a shank, she's in trouble. So if I'm a WWE superstar now, I go to Vince McMahon or whoever and say, where's that dude from the mid-90s who's super fucking jacked? Because clearly something's a foul. <laughs> He'd be like, "What do you mean? You want me to go back in time and get the guy from the '90s?" It it speaks to such a it just speaks to a dangerous environment. And again, details are not being met. And now these are details about people's safety. 
I mean, who do you ever remember the WWE not paying attention to details of someone's safety? Howard Hart. Listen, you know, it's, it's this hasn't really happened in a, on a live show recently, so it's, it's there's a good chance that their guard was down. I know that their guard is going to be up for the next few years. I'm sure. I'm, you know, it's going to be a constant reminder that they were somebody found a soft spot in their defense. Really, I mean, you mentioned like, listen, you, you mentioned say. It seems like you've done some introspection here and you thought about how you'd be able to go and sneak weapons into an event yourself as well, which is intriguing, especially going to a hero like John Malkovich's character in a line of fire. It's like, he was a hero. You so, can make a very strong argument that John Malkovich was a hero in that movie if you are a demented fuck. But from his perspective, I, under, I understood where he was coming from. I got it. I mean, so so the guy could have had a weapon. I mean, can you imagine how dangerous he would have been if he ran up to Seth Rollins and gave him like a advice on a gimmick that would actually work i'm not hating on seth rollins man i don't i'm, I'm gonna show some respect to seth rollins because everyone's killing him chavo guerrero particularly killing him for not doing more to the guy by the time he was up and had his faculties the guy was pinned down by two guys would you want him to take some free shots that would make would that have made seth rollins a man he already got bitched out it happens he got he got his sucker hey. sucker tackle you know what? I was thinking about that. I don't know what the board of WWE would have said to him if he was stomping away while he was already tackled down. Like that would have probably pissed some, you know, high ranking people uh, off with that. It's not a good image to project on live TV, especially. Yeah. And Seth Rollins is as, prof- is as a professional sports entertainer as they come. I mean, he has weaved himself from indie wrestler to professional wrestler to now full-blown sports entertainer. And he made, I like to think he did it because of the right reasons. I'm trying to figure that out. I think he did it because I don't think he, he's like, I'm not going to beat the guy when he's down. And the guy probably got the shit kicked out of him even more at the back. I would think so. It reminds me of that Homer Simpson when he was at the U2 concert. See, he'll get the help he needs, and it's just Homer getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> it's like... Uh, or it's like um, the revival walking out, walking that guy out of the building that attacked Bret Hart is more like it. Exactly. So, but this talks to something else, and I don't know how much this is to do with it, but there's a lot of angst and anger within a WWE crowd right now. And it's, and look, you know, Bully Ray, Bubba Ray, he's famous for saying, well, he's famous for other things, but he famously said, a good wrestling fan will get what they deserve. A bad wrestling fan will get what they deserve. So you mean everyone will get what they deserve? Yeah. Thanks, Bully Ray. That's, no wonder. I'm, I'm glad you wrote all those promos. Anyways, the point of that is wrestling fans, wrestling companies will get what they deserve as well. If you treat your fans dumb, and you disappoint them over and over and over, and something you've been doing for about two decades, that's why you get people chanting AEW at your shows. That's why you have fans jumping over the guardrail. I don't know if that's really the reason. Nah, it's a stretch. But it might be. There might be some real post-traumatic stress syndrome from watching WWE. Imagine if you started watching pro wrestling in 2005, WWE is all you know. You have no idea what else could happen. And then you see 
all these other people are saying, hey, the way you know is completely different. It can really cause, really cause PTSD. With that in mind, I have great news for the show. Are you ready? What's that? Yes, please. We have a brand new sponsor here on High Spots and Cheap Pops. Are you excited? I am so excited. Well, let's check, take a look at it. Speaking of fans, WWE, speaking of members of the WWE universe who might be encountering PTSD, let's take a look at a word. Let's get a word from our brand new sponsor. Are you a member of the WWE Universe and you experience agitation, irritability, hostility, and destructive behavior every time Seth Rollins is on television without wrestling? Are you dealing with fears that one of your favorite characters is going to be released because of budget reasons, despite record profits, and then go see them be ten times cooler on another wrestling company? Has all six failed Baron Corbin kids making you feel like hopeless, like there really is no God and no reason to even keep going? If you said yes to any of these questions, we can help. I am Stephen Valley Esquire here at HSCP Lawyers. At Law, we have helped over hundreds of members of the WWE universe to get financial compensation after things of being disappointed, feeling to be stupid, and feeling abused has caused them so much emotional distress. We here at HSCP Law. We decided to take action. So we're fighting for you. We're saving lives here now, people. So call 465-336-3661. That's Golden Egg 1. 465-336-3661. And we'll take those giant grapefruits and make the most delicious grapefruit juice you ever did taste. Right where Vince McMahon wants to be hurt the least. His pocketbook. Call us today. This is Stephen Ballard, Esquire. Wow, well, it's good to see that we finally are generating some damn revenue around here. The law offices of HS and CP, those guys are great. They got me out of a DUI once. Wow, they sound really good at what they do. They just paid the judge off, I think, but it's cool. Um, so that kind of parlays into about some angry fans parlays into Survivor Series, a lot of backlash from it. AEW chants are happening on the pre-show. Fans disappointed leaving leaving the arena in Brooklyn. And a lot of people were really angry with this pay-per-view. And we would be remiss if we did not talk about the golden Fabergé egg that Vince McMahon I guess suspended the 24-7 title. Ben Carters. What what a 24-7 spot? Nah. We're doing a golden egg spot. And by the way, Vince didn't sound nearly that coherent, coherent or clear when he was on when he was the on-air talent. Um, let's talk about the egg, man. What's going on here? I, I mean Again, it's just a movie tie-in, just like you had the zombie lumberjack. No, but I well, so, sorry. So the so the Survivor Series getting a major backlash. What have you read about it? I know you didn't watch it, obviously, but again, you piss these fans off over and over and over and over again. There's going to be these chickens are starting to come home to roost, and it's gonna it's gonna happen more and more and more as we as time goes on, and it's because these pay per views are becoming. 
less fewer and farther between and more almost commonplace. Every single time they have a major pay-per-view, this was a nothing built pay-per-view. Nothing. Zero effort. And you fast forward it. And you fast forward it and make us pretend like we should care. You do not, at the at the very least, you don't squelch rumors about the biggest superstar on the entire planet being at your show, even though he mentioned it on network television. Somebody who works in the same company you guys are tied to, Jimmy Fallon, mentions it in an interview with Roman Reigns. This is why your fans hate your product, because you give them a fucking egg, a golden egg to chase after. With an, a 76, almost 77-year-old Vince McMahon, who, let's be honest, folks, it's uncomfortable to watch him perform on camera now. Can we be honest? And I love it. God, he's the godfather of professional wrestling. We know we know who Vince McMahon is. Legend. Genius. But it's uncomfortable for me to watch him on television. I didn't even watch, go back and watch the spots. And the thing is, is that he, he's also not the same draw anymore either. So if this goose, this golden egg thing just to get Vince on camera and that was going to be enough to curtail the disappointment I mean wow is I'm just wondering if that was part of their thought process to do this stupid egg thing well the rock's not coming but let's tie this thing in this movie tie in and let's have Vince on camera and then everyone will forget that the rock was even supposed to be there was that maybe part of their thinking I mean I think the fans should be disappointed that uh, uh, the other co-star of the movie Ryan Reynolds didn't even show up they didn't even get anybody. He is an attractive man. Um, so, obviously, a terrible Survivor Series. The Roman Reigns match, as I said earlier. Again, I, I don't get... I, his matches don't blow my skirt up, folks, because they're the same fucking thing over and over again, just like Hogan. Just like Cena. But is it he tends going, to be a formula. But is he going to last like them? And is there the same excitement for his matches as them? I don't believe there is. But only time will tell. I think they need a baby face, but I don't know. Your reaction to that is horrible. I don't know where to begin, but, I mean, listen, yeah, the best match of the night should have been Charlotte and Becky. had the most natural heat involved because evidently both these ladies hate each other. And those two go. bro! And those two go out there, and uh, they both try to cheat, and then there's a roll-up, and there you go. So typical WWE booking. Uh, I just I can't stand roll up wins at this point. Um, and then you know um, the whole dangling the rock carrot. You know it just it's typical and it's Vince thinking he's being cheeky and oh hey I have this Faberge egg like you know like listen I can I can barely fathom a Faberge egg and it's worth if you will. And they're trying to get this over on a professional wrestling crowd. Disgusting. I mean, they're being entertained with a, a, a non-necessary ne, non 24-7 belt almost every week by Reggie. And I, oh, there's an egg. Wait, Bray, part of our breaking news, Dana Brooke, the What's new 24-7 champion. Wow, uh, there we go, oh, finally. Happy for her. I love Dana Brooke. I'm a big Dana Brooke fan. Bullet, bullet babe. You know what? She's got a great attitude. I mean, she's been through 
been there for a long time with very little success and her attitude never seems to get bad. So I give her credit, man. She's probably should have been not necessarily the world champion at any point, but definitely tag champion. Well, now she's a 24 seven champion and all's right in the world. Dana Brooke got her opportunity, which is garbage. Corey Graves was held that belt last week. And then brought Byron Saxton and hold it last week. I don't care. Um, right. <laughs> uh, Becky cut a real emotional promo after the Charlotte match. You want with a roll up and then you're going to cut that promo. I didn't see it. it. It borderline reality. And that's why I think this whole thing is a work. I think they might've gotten a little bit of an argument, but at the end of the day, I don't think there's hatred there. I don't think that the heat is nearly as bad as I said, because she cut this really emotional crying promo after she went with a fucking roll up. Piss off. Piss off. And the match was the, the worst match they've ever had between the two. I thought you didn't watch it. I didn't. I'm going by reports. How do you know? It's... Because I got oh. to Twitter. Twitter told me. Twitter. Oh, okay. John Twitter told me. But but it wasn't really necessarily because the match was bad. It was because you look at all their other matches. I mean, you, they had that. Yeah. They had that last last woman standing match, which was just amazing. And they usually tear it down. But again, a roll up finish. Eh. <sighs> jerked off. Yeah. Jerked off. To sell out move and again treats us like we are idiots. That's all. Yep. So that's just, that that's that, that lets us go for AEW for, for WWE right now. Let's head on up, let's shimmy on over to the, the world of AEW, the home of professional wrestling. Vladdy Dottie. He liked the party. Yeah, that, that is the rumor. Um yeah, we we're shimmying on over there. Shimmy. Oh yeah. Shimmy shake. Look at you. I'm going to put on my shimmy hat now. Uh, there you go. Nice. Yeah, I think so. So what's going on? What's on the what's on the mind of the impaler? Vladi Dottie, what is going down? A um, couple things from Dynamite, which to me was a, a good hour of wrestling overall. Um, Adam Cole. Dynamite. I'm talking about, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rampage. Uh, for the for the Friday Night Rampage uh, for for an hour, as I mentioned, was a good hour of wrestling. Uh, Adam Cole is definitely going to be the focal point of a feud between Red Dragon and and, uh, and the uh, Young Bucks. I mean, they're going to be fighting for his allegiance, if you will, and it's going to be really good. I can't wait for that. So this is pretty obvious, right? Um, Anything that you, any thoughts that you want to add to that with Kyle, you know, especially when Kyle O'Reilly gets, you know, leaves NXT, if you will. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, they left Bobby Fish to die in the ring. And I think Adam Cole ends up with the elite overall. But okay. uh, It's going to be interesting. I don't think there's going to be, I think you have dreams of Kenny Kenny and the Bucks versus Cole. I don't think they put the red dragons on that level. I don't think they're main events as soon as they walk in the door because they're not talent, main event talent yet. Sorry. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. I mean, they got a pretty good reaction. Bobby fish and Adam Cole together. They did. They did, but I mean, I don't, they're very, and even from the ring of honor days, they're highly respected, man. So we'll see how it goes. We but, will I mean, see this how is going to happen. I mean, I mean, 
I mean, FTR can't wait to wrestle these guys. So I would say that these guys are main eventers as far as the tag scene. Okay. I don't know if they're going to, that's the way they're going to break up Adam Cole with the elite though. No, no, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't even know which way Adam Cole's going to go, but there's going to be a clash here for, and Adam Cole's going to have to decide. In fact, there might be a point where actually there could be a very good point where Adam Cole is already strictly with the Bucks and then O'Reilly comes out for the save. But I like your way better. Maybe they do that before well, Kenny, because Kenny is taking some time off. He's getting a couple surgeries. So Adam Cole's going to be the Starlet Stirs, the elite drink right now. So I don't know if it's going to be a battle of his soul necessarily of him just saying, turning on them. But we'll see. I, either way, it's going to be – it's just great because either way, it's going to be a great story. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, another thing I want to touch base on is uh, – the Billy Gunn Darby Allen match. I was really surprised with the way they booked that match. Oh, putting Billy over so strong. He kicked out of the coffin drop at a one count. Total disrespect. They're trying to put they're trying to get the gun club over. By the way, gun club is undefeated. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And and you know what? And it's impressive seeing Billy Gunn out there. He's definitely on a great diet or whatever you want to say, man. He's like in tip-top shape. There's no denying that. But I was shocked, especially after the match that Darby just had with MJF, which was one of the better wrestling matches I've seen in a while, that here he's in the ring with, okay, a bigger, great-shaped Billy Gunn. But, like, again, how, how old is Billy Gunn? Like, and Darby is one of the four pillars, like one of the dudes there, like, that they're building this company on. And I'm like, I couldn't believe that he kicked out at a one count and just really manhandled him for most of like the entire match. Yeah, really but, didn't put him, yeah, yeah. He didn't really even put, he didn't even put him over the uh, human missile crisis. He like sidestepped it, and you know, Darby just went and destroyed the wall, if you will. Isn't isn't Billy Gunn a producer? Isn't that his second job? He probably yeah he's, yeah. So are you saying he produced the match to put himself over his job? I don't know if that's a QT deal, if he's booking that match, or or if it's Billy Gunn or anybody else, maybe Jerry Lynn. I don't know, but I just I was surprised, especially coming off the Darby MJF match at Full Gear. Darby should be able to hang pretty much everybody in that that ring, and I thought like Billy Gunn like really took advantage of the scenario, man. Like just really put himself over. Well, Darby won. And Billy Gunn, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone got hurt by it. And actually, to be honest, I don't think Darby gets hurt by it. And Billy Gunn looks bigger now, so you know, whatever. I'm I'm not that. I'm not that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too crazy about that. But I under. I definitely see your point. Like, why is Billy Gunn like fifty something years old? Why is he doing this? Especially if you consider, especially because he was an overrated bum when he was big. Yeah, you and I were never new age outlaw fans, right? He's not an over. I, 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 I love Billy Gunn. Um, but no, I never thought they were a very good tag team. No. You, wait, you just said you love Billy Gunn? I'm trying to be a little positive. I, I, wait, wait, wait. Third, wait. Was it 40 seconds ago? You're telling me that you're not being disingenuous? Please. I, I, I appreciate what, he brought, what he's brought to the table in AEW. And I like his guy. I like his kid Austin. His kid Austin's a very talented young man, rapper. Oh, I, listen, his his kids are probably going to be really talented and going to be wrestling for a long time. I don't doubt that, but it was just a strange way to book it, man. 
It was weird, but um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go. I wouldn't go too crazy about it. My point. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think either career was changed by it. I'd say Billy's guns has improved a little bit about it. I mean, but you know what? Again, you've been an ass man for quite some time since uh, since the Attitude Era. So only half right? a million people watch it anyway. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know what? Who cares? I don't even care like how many people are watching it at oh, this I don't moment. I, I hate when people talk about yeah. ratings. I really think it's yeah. it just it just muddies up what why we enjoy pro wrestling. Do we care? It's, it's like <clears throat> same thing. You're not validated because Meltzer thinks something's a five star match, and you think it's a and you thought it was a three star match. You're not wrong, and Meltzer is right. That, I mean, it, it just we get so wrapped up in these ideas and these opinions and. Guys, you shut the fuck up and watch wrestling and have fun. And bitch about it when it's bad. Like we do. Yeah. Well, what, else got, what else do we got going on in the land of AEW and, for you? And finally, did you catch what happened during the CM Punk promo uh, about QT, QT Marshall? No, what happened? He actually tipped the hat to none other than Jim Cornette during that promo. What did he say? The way he said, Camarado, solo, a go-go. Cornette says that same exact thing about those three guys whenever he's talking about QT Marshall. The same way CM Punk did it. That was a Cornette. That was funny. So Cornette gave a little nod. I'm sorry, Punk gave a little nod to Cornette there. And on a professional wrestling level, those two guys have a love for professional wrestling. And that's CM Punk doing that to him. And that's telling me he's listening to what Cornette says, too. Okay? And it's just funny that that's sort of current, and it's part of the shtick, and CM Punk is working it into a promo and just sprinkling that in. I Because I did notice how CM Punk said that, and I did take notice to that. I just thought he was being weird. But now I know he wasn't being cheeky. Now, is that something that that definitely is uh, Cornette's baby? He came up with that, or was it somebody else who did that first? Yeah, and I knew you were going to ask me that, too. But, yeah, they definitely that is his thing. All right. I'm glad you did your research on that. Because yes. sometimes we give credit to the wrong people. And I want to make sure we are holding ourselves to the standard of excellence that a YouTube channel with less than 100 subscribers with. But anyways... Well, what we got going on this week, so I guess it's going to be a long time before the next pay-per-view winner is coming in AEW soon, which will be the following week. We had a big debut last year with the Stinger. Don't forget, there's a guy by the name of Winder Mertunda who is yet to make his presence known in the world of professional wrestling. Do you think he might make an appearance for Winter's Coming? When I saw the title that, you know, and that's, uh, you know, basically around the corner. I'm like, that's definitely something dark and a bit mysterious there. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see him, man. Like uh, I'm really, my ideal would uh, ideally, I think it would be great if he walked out there with uh Titan, AKA Adam Schur, And if they could work throwing into it as well. I mean, I think that would be a hell of a moment. So, I mean, Really, it's something that uh, I hope happens. I'd love to see what he does on that stage. I mean, it's going to get to the point where I think Tony Khan's going to have to go and increase um, Rampage by an hour. It, you know, it really like they, is. They, 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 yeah. You can make an argument they already should. You really could. Yeah, already. Yeah. 
And if those guys arrive, 100%. You know, but unfortunately, and this is where we do talk about ratings a little bit, Rampage is not improving in the ratings consistently. It's a shitty night. We get that. So is TNT going to throw X amount of dollars at that opposed to just throw another Meg Ryan film on? You know what I mean? Or another X. Yeah, I mean... I mean, that's what, I mean, honestly, you and I have not looked at, like, uh, what are movies getting on TNT at that time slot previous to Rampage. I mean, I'm sure that these are still getting more sets of eyes than them running a Meg Ryan movie, like you mentioned. You know, I mean, unless it's in the line of fire, I, I know you're watching. How about a Kate Winslet movie? Is it Titanic? How about, one, Titanic. How about one of the Apollo movies? Oh, that's true. They do Creed. throw those on there quite a bit. Creed. 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 They suck. They were terrible. Never got into that. No. It sounds like you were into them. Not once. Never once. Not a once. Not a never. No now, no never. Coldplay, I like like one song of Coldplay. Okay. Nickelback, nope. I'm trying to think of the big bands that popped up the last 15 years. Um, I just like the one song by Coldplay. Which one? Sympathy for the Devil? Couple of the members of the IWC on blast because it's they don't watch AEW but they continue to shit on it and defend some of the dumbest things WWE does. What you described and what I just described with this guy is like it's as if oh WWE is making money. I'm a fan of them. I'm helping them make that money in some way. It's coming back to me. No, you you're being sucked like having your finances sucked by a shit product. And they don't even appreciate you. I don't. Yeah, they treat you like you're an idiot. And you, in right. some kind of weird uh, Stockholm Syndrome disease you have, you are guilted into thinking that WWE is truly the best product. People are going out there saying that Roman Reigns is the greatest wrestler ever. Come on, guys. He's good. Not bad. He's good. But he is not even in the top 10 all time in terms of what he brings to the th- Now, he's very important in a historical perspective because he's the only watchable thing, consistent watchable thing for a year and a half. Yeah. Not, there's not one other person on that show that could say everything they've done has been watchable for a year and a half. Nobody. Except for maybe Sami Zayn. Yeah, that's true. Um you know, that's the one thing that I, I don't want to mention necessarily now, like when you and I talk about Roman, because it's a little warped the way I'm thinking. So he's a bad heel right now, of course, right? And we're building towards Rock. And I think about how quickly this all could be over if he gets sick again. And I'm sort of like, not that I get anxiety about this, but I'm like, that's the game changer in my mind that's sort of looming about him and his career. Well, he takes a back of care of himself, and you can't think like that. But, yeah, I mean, it, right now, they've got to get somebody else in there right now because I've never seen WWE so yeah. heavy on one guy. 
They've never relied on one guy like this ever, ever. And I, and I agree with you. And but you see how I'm thinking too, is like, God forbid he gets sick too. It's like, they haven't prepared for anything for him to hand it off to anybody. Like he's not going to hand it off to his cousins, the Usos. I mean, you know, like those guys are no, not in the same ballpark as him as a personality. So they haven't built up anybody and God forbid he gets sick again, man. I mean, you remember like when he did the, you know, the leukemia, you know, I'm going home speech and I got to go take care. Dude, I was like, not that I was crying, but I was like, Oh man, this is like human. Like this is, I felt bad for him, man. And I, I hope, especially as a dad, I, I hope he doesn't cross or have to cross that bridge again. So that's where like, I'm sort of like behind, you know, behind the scenes. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, I'm sort of enjoying this character because I know if he gets sick again, one, he's got to get better. And when he comes back, he's not going to be anywhere near this character. He can't be. Yeah. He's going to be the crowd favorite again. You know, yeah, because don't forget, he was getting booted. They could not get, don't forget, folks, let's let, lest we forget, Roman Reigns was jammed down our throats as the next big thing for five or six years, and he never took. He never took. He was getting booed. And not because he's so interesting. He was getting booed because people literally could not stand it. Yeah. It wasn't like Cena going out there and, hey, give it to me. This guy, he barely even said anything. And he's like, what the fuck are they booing me for? Yeah. Until he got leukemia. And then even then he started getting booed toward the... It wasn't as bad. It never was as bad. But even then, he, him, him turning heel was monstrous, obviously. And it, it changed the game. Yeah, and you know what it is, too? is like he was gone for a while because of the leukemia and COVID. And then when he's like, you know, when he realized it was time for him to return, he took that baton and just ran with it, man. He took Paulie on his side. And, I mean, this has just been really good for WWE, but... And again, you know, it's just it's where I'm, you know, I know that we're in a window of opportunity here, hopefully. And then it's like he doesn't get sick again, where it just automatically has to change things around. Oh, my God. Or get a major injury and not just leukemia, but anything. Yeah, yeah anything. Um, they really are relying on him. I mean, I guess what they would do is probably put McIntyre there as a Band-Aid. But maybe <laughs> that's what he is. Maybe put Biggie over on SmackDown, but that would be probably what they'd have to do is put Biggie on SmackDown. I, I mean, it's funny. Like, you and I think how they think, and it's like you we, we didn't even mention Rollins or AJ Styles, and they're their best workers. Well, yeah, they're not going to. I don't understand. They're not going to be a universal champion. Yeah. yeah. I need big guys. Right. They're intercontinental champions. If they're lucky. <laughs> it's just crazy. It is crazy. And it's, 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 again, it's insulting to. They treat their fans with a lot of indignity for a long time. Yeah. They're, they're less than gracious about it, man. Yeah. They lie to them. They disappoint them. They treat them like they're stupid. <laughs> They don't follow through. They miss details. This is just bad programming right now. And I'm, and by the way, I want this to be always, always, folks. We love WWE. You're talking about two guys who've been over most 80 years of watching professional wrestling between the two of us. We love WWE. We want it to be good. We're not sitting here doing this because fuck trolling WWE. This who was the first we, world champ? No, sorry. Who, who was the who was the first world champion in WWE when you first started watching wrestling? Oh, okay. Like everybody. Maybe you, you're a little, you're, you got a couple years on me. You might, you might have had a lot of back. I, 
it was Backlund. That was it. And it was like, it was such a different world seeing, you know, because Backlund was sort of boring. And then Hogan, or actually I should say Iron Sheik, taking it from Backlund, who was so just vanilla wafer. And here you had this looming presence of the Iron Sheik. And for him to be defeated by Hogan was just, that's what, like, I was in, all in after that, you know? So I saw the transition go, you know? And then you, of course, with Hogan, I mean, right off square, you know, right off the bat there yourself. So that's how far back we both go in terms of history, what we've watched and gone to live events, bought thousands and thousands of dollars worth of merchandise probably, you know? I spent I spent thousands of dollars on on belts alone. There you go. I, I have Beautiful. to I, I have to play with this one since you have the official one right behind you, the purple nurple. So, I, I, and I think one one last thing before we get out of here, I think is gonna dig to the problem. What are we talking about? How are they gonna get to the Rock Roman? What happens after that? They've got to build more stars. They are killing their company. And something's got to change because it's – we just keep on saying it over and over and over again. They're still cutting people. They're still putting a lot of bad vibes and negative energy into the world. This is all going to come back to bite them in the ass, folks. I'm telling you. You can – no, dude. So, yeah, but to your point, there's no reason to argue with any – there's no reason to argue about wrestling. If you could tell someone that loves WWE and all they know is WWE, if they don't get AEW or give it a chance – their opinions are so irrelevant. And internet nobody, as Matt Hardy would call it. It's hard. To just, you can't argue with them because there's no logic. And there's no knowledge. And it's okay to be stupid and, and misinformed on the internet now. Because nobody cares. It's all, there's no facts anymore. It's all opinions. I see that this yeah. is how you want a KPI. The only KPI you need is you watched a crowd last night in Raw in, in, in New York and Brooklyn at Survivor Series. You see how that crowd reacted to a pay-per-view. And you go back to a crowd in fucking Minnesota and see how that crowd reacted. That's how you know what the better product. Hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Safe. Enjoy. Oh, my God, yes. Thanksgiving Turkey Day. And don't forget to check out Silicon Steve Valley. He's going to have a special Thanksgiving Day episode this week. He's me and me. I don't know why I'm talking to the third person. Uh, check out High Spots Cheap Pops. Please subscribe on the YouTube. Like, follow us on Spotify. Like it. Like it. It's right there. Is that the right spot? I don't know. But please like this and subscribe to our channel if you like anything at all. If you are interested in any kind of legal advice, from the law offices of HS and CP, please send foot pictures to scrapdaddy69 at gmail.com. Here ended the lesson.